I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the book of the dead. Your move, creep. He didn't get out of the cop, the duty car! I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Toy Fair just wrapped up at the Jacob Javits Center in New York City that was held between February 22nd through 25th. There's some great items coming out from horror fans. First, we're going to start off with Hasbro. They have a new series of figures called the Plasma Series for Ghostbusters. These are highly detailed and six inches tall. They're going to retail at $19.99 each, and they are released in June of this year. And each figure comes with a Build-A-Ghost part. The set includes Egon Spangler, Ray Stance, Winston Zedmore, Peter Venkman, Gozer, and Dana Barrett. Now fans of the real Ghostbusters cartoon are going to be excited to see that they are re-releasing the 1986 first assortment of figures. The figures, accessories, and the packaging looks exactly the same as the original Kenner's, and it's going to be called the Kenner Classics. That set's going to include Egon Spengler, Ray Stance, Winston Zedmore, Peter Venkman, the Green Ghost Slimer, and Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Now, Trick or Treat Studios is still continuing with their latex masks and prop replicas, uh, but they're also getting into the 1-6 scale figures and statue and bust game. Now, for 1-6 scale figures, they have Terrifier, Art the Clown. Now, uh, this figure looks incredible. This is, I believe, the first uh, officially licensed action figure from Terrifier of Art the Clown. So this is really, really cool. Uh, they also have from the Halloween series a 1978 version of Michael Myers and parts 4 and 5 of Michael Myers. And for the bus, they have from Dawn of the Dead, the plaid shirt zombie, uh, from the movie Zombie, and Zombie Holocaust and House by the Cemetery bus. They're also going to have, it appears to be a 12-inch tall statue from House by the Cemetery. And for their latex masks, they had on display their upcoming uh, Universal Monsters. And the real standout to me in that is the Glenn Strange Frankenstein. Now, Super 7 is going to continue with their very popular uh, three and three quarter inch reaction figures. Uh, for horror, they had uh, the proof cars with no prototypes on display of America Werewolf in London. They had the prototypes of the Munsters, Mars Attacks, Army of Darkness, uh, Halloween 2, and Child's Play. They also had, uh, they're continuing their Universal Monster series with Creature Walks Among Us, Werewolf London, The Mummy, and Son of Frankenstein. I'd say the most popular company is NECA. And they showed about a month ago their upcoming figures uh, from Halloween 2. Those are on display. But then they uh, have some other surprises. For Jaws, the 8-inch cloth action figures, they have Sam Quint and Chief Martin Brody. Those are very highly detailed. Uh, the Quint looks incredible, just like Robert Shaw. And they also, uh, because of the popularity of the Scream Ghostface figure, 
they released, they're going to have released this year uh, from Scream 2 Ghostface. And they're also going to have, and that's Retro Cloth, also going to have a Victor Crowley hatchet figure. And that's really, really cool. The detail on that's amazing. And that's going to be coming with a, a belt sander and double-sided axe and real cloth clothing. And because they made uh, the two-pack from They Live, they're finally coming out with the main character, John Nada, which is played by Roddy Piper. Um, I like the figure, but the head sculpt isn't perfect uh, for the prototype. I'm hoping the final product looks a lot better. But I'm still excited to, to see that being made. Uh, that comes with the real cloth clothing, uh, shotgun, pistol, and of course the sunglasses. And they're continuing the Toonie Terrors figures, uh, Series 4. They had the prototypes on display. Uh, and that assortment's going to include Beetlejuice, Victor Crowley, uh, Reagan from The Exorcist, and that one to me is the coolest one because it has two different heads, and one head's actually spitting out the green vomit, and Sam from Trick or Treat. And their Predator series, uh, which is incredible looking, they're going to have uh, for Predator 2 the 7 inch figures. They on display the Ultimate Armored Lost Predator, as well as um, the City Hunter Predator and Scout Predator. And also for the Alien figures, uh, the first 1979 film, uh, they're going to have the 40th Anniversary Assortment 2. And uh, the interesting thing about those are these are not going to be available at mass retail. You can only get these at specialty stores and mom-and-pop stores, so uh, you can't just go into Target and find these. So keep an eye out for those. To look at any of these actual figures, please go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shockingthingspodcast, or Instagram at shocking.things.podcast. Oh my goodness, look at that. That must be the main house. Come on, dude. Beware his story, one and all. Brahms was never just a doll. To live again, he needs a friend. His deadly rules will never end. If you break them, it's best to pray. For Brahms, wants more than just to play. He's got a secret that only he knows. Something is happening to him. <laughs> love you, mommy. I love you. Jude? Brahms, the boy too. Theaters February 21st, ready PG 13. Laura, did you realize I just kept saying Liz instead of Liza? I, I changed the, the character's name of uh, Katie Holmes' character halfway um, through the review, or no? Nope, not at all. Okay, probably no one else did because everybody just remembers her as Katie Holmes in the movie. I guess you gotta, because of that screw up, you gotta throw me in the, in the fire like the Brahms doll. Warning, Warning, all movie reviews reviews and discussions discussions contain spoilers. spoilers. So John and I just got back from seeing Brahms The Boy 2. Now we were big fans of the original, The Boy. John, what did you think about it? I liked it a lot actually because it wasn't, it's one of those movies when you see the trailers, 
it wasn't what you expected. It was the, it was a, basically marketed as like a living doll movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. But I didn't mind it because the twist was actually very good. It was well executed. What did you think? I agree with you. I, I think the first hour or so, we thought we were watching a supernatural movie, and I expected it to end that way. It does not. And yeah. I, I appreciated the twist. Yeah. I think yeah. it made it stand out. Yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't perfect. They took a few cheats in The Boy, you know, in 2016, mm-hmm. how they had, like, uh, the little boy's voice as Brahms, but then you see he's actually an adult. I think he was a 30-year-old man, right, Brahms, in the movie, I believe. Yeah, so we ended up re-watching the movie, and this is where we really realized... Yeah, like, <laughs> how they tried to trick you, which I didn't realize, because last time I saw him was, what, four years ago, and it didn't really stick with me like oh okay so they trick you with the voice and then it's really a grown man what about you laura yeah i agree with you and the, the second time we watched it, it was actually a lot creepier because you know that uh greta was her name is not in the house with a ghost a little boy yeah. <laughs> but a grown man living in the walls yeah yeah so it's a totally yeah. different take when you watch it a second time so it's good that we have that fresh in our mind before we discuss Brahms the Boy 2. So uh, this one has the same creative team. It was directed by William Brent Bell and written by Stacy Manier. Now this one has as a lead is Katie Holmes as Liza. I think that's probably like, the only recognizable actor in the movie. Do you agree? I mean, yeah, I don't... For me. Yeah. Um, and her role was kind of reminded me of her role in uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Okay. I think... I haven't, sure. yeah, it, it was, was like her. 10 years ago, when the, I think, when the movie came out, so I haven't seen it in yeah, years. Yeah, she was the mom in that role, too, okay. but she had a daughter, not a son, but okay. anyway. Alright, so, now with this movie, Liza gets attacked by two masked burglars while she's in the kitchen playing with her son, Jude, and her husband's away, Sean, he's on a business trip, so that's why he couldn't intervene, so that's how the movie starts off. And uh, basically, it's a very traumatic experience for them. And they show how Jude goes to a therapist, and he can't talk now. He's, or he can talk; he just doesn't yeah, want he's, to talk yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he uses a piece of paper to write everything down. Yeah, yeah. And this, yeah, I forgot what the time span was. Was it five months or something like that? Do you remember? I don't remember. Okay, yeah. So, so basically, as yeah, is a very very traumatic experience so he refuses to speak now so yes they talk to the therapist dr lawrence and because of that the the family uh, basically gets away now and they have to go to england that's where sean the husband's Mm -hmm. from so they go there just kind of just try and like start over a little bit and try and get this out of their mind so they end up in the guest house of where the original movie took place in the Mm -hmm. victorian style mansion yes they end up in that guest house Mm -hmm. which i thought was a good yeah it's a very very short short walk away right from the mansion right yeah so so the family settles in and then it shows them basically just they're they're taking a walk and they go to it was a in the original movie it's called the heelshire mansion and they changed the name of it in here i don't remember did they did you notice that they changed the name of it because it's kind of like one of those things that it looks like they're trying to hide it so people don't know it. Don't no, know the name good of memory. It. I missed yeah, that. Yeah, 
yeah, so I didn't take any notes in the theaters. Didn't want to distract anyone with my phone, so. So they go there, they're walking around. Looks like it's under construction. And then um, Jude then walks away from his parents. They don't realize this. And he finds uh, a hand emerging from the dirt and he pulls it out. It's the Brahms doll. And his parents come see him. They bring the doll home. And then they run into this uh, man, what's his name, Joseph? Joseph and his German shepherd. Yeah, and he's basically what, like the caretaker of the area? Do they really explain actually what his role is? He just basically says he watches over. Yeah, he's a he's a watcher. He keeps the grounds groundkeeper yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't. They didn't really give the exact detail that I recall of what his role was, but basically that he looks over the area, you know, with his dog. So they go back to their house. They clean up Brahms, and then uh, they tie it in where they find inside the the pocket of the Brahms doll or. Uh, the rules from the original boy movie right yeah yep. yeah like don't cover his face all those things you know yes so so okay so this is pretty good so they clean up the doll they you know clean up his clothes and all that and uh basically jude becomes inseparable with Brahms. everywhere he goes he sleeps with him next to his bed right he and one of the rules is to eat at the table with Brahms. He has to have a plate set up. And food. Yes, you have to have food, yes, with the doll. So So that's, you know, uh, basically where it goes. And then uh, the parents don't mind. They're just like, okay, well, it's making them happy. They're hoping it's going to be like therapeutic, basically, right? Uh, they also show every night Joseph's dog is outside watching the home. Did you notice that, Laura? They just, every night that dog yes, is there. Yes, they did. Um, then they show Liz doing research on the doll online and uh, for antique dolls and it states to get more information to find the serial number it'll be the mold on the hand or the foot so they show Liz going into the bedroom uh, while uh, Jude is sleeping and she's looking at the first the palm of the Brahms doll and then uh, she takes you know off his shoes looking at his foot and this was this Laura, were you afraid of this part when this happened? Uh, yeah, it was it was a pretty good jump scare. <laughs> yeah, they had this jump scare. Uh, so when she's doing this, I don't know exactly what this was. It looked like his eyes got, like, demonic-looking, right? The, yeah, the and there was maybe bugs it showed, out of his Yeah, mouth. it showed something coming out of his mouth. I mean, the, in hindsight, it was kind of stupid, but yeah, it was effective. But, yeah, but we didn't expect that to happen. And then Liz is screaming, so everybody wakes up, and, and then they show the Brahms doll sitting there normal. So everybody's like, you know, what the hell's wrong yes, with you? Yes, with a flashlight in her son's face. Yeah, so they're just like, what's what the hell are you doing, basically? So that was funny. Um, so then... Um, so then Liz, so she gets the serial number, and she puts it in to the computer, and it comes up as, you know, uh, unrecognized. So, so then uh, we go forward, and um, now in this movie, it's different than uh, The Boy, for the reason being, you see the Brahms doll, you see the eyes moving, right, Laura? I mean, you see Brahms, actually, his head moves. Yeah, so he was moving a lot in this movie um there was no movement in the first movie. yes so that was completely different there's a scene when she's in her kitchen reading a book and the doll is in her peripheral vision and she keeps glancing up and looking at the doll and she hears the tv go on 
So she gets up, she runs in the living room, and she's trying to find the remote. The remote is right next to the doll. And then she's really like, okay, this is strange. Turns the TV off, goes back to reading her book, and in her peripheral vision, she sees the doll get up, and it's gone. Well, she doesn't see it physically get yeah, up, but it's gone. Yeah, all of a sudden gone. it's gone. She turns her head and it's gone. Yeah, yep. so now she's upset because she thinks her son has taken the doll and brought him to the room when she told him, do not touch this doll. You leave it where it is. So she gets up. She hears the footsteps running down the hallway. She runs down the hallway, and her son's door is locked. She's trying to open the door, and all of a sudden she sees her, turns around, and her son is standing behind her with a glass of water. So now she's really like, what? <laughs> of course, in all movies, the door opens. Yep. Go right ahead. And who's there but Brahms the doll, sitting in his chair, just staring. It is a creepy doll. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the way, definitely, like, some old antique dolls do look weird like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was creepy. Um, and then there's another scene where they're having dinner at the table and they're saying, okay, we're tired of these rules that Brahms have. We're not going to serve him dinner. Mm-hmm. And he keeps writing, Jude keeps writing, you have to do this. And they're like, no. So they leave the room and then all of a sudden you hear this giant smash and this is a huge table. Yeah, it was a huge table. I mean, table. probably a 200 pound table. Yeah. And they go in, the table's flipped completely upside down. Yes, and the husband is basically blaming her saying how could a kid flip this table are you okay because everybody thinks she's crazy yeah and i'm thinking to myself i don't know if you felt this way but how would she lift the table it was yeah no it was it was a huge (laughs) table that's how they purposely did it so you know there's no other way that this could have happened but this is a guy thing to say So, uh, they show, so Liz is getting more and more paranoid, right? She's definitely just... Yeah, she's beginning to think she's delusional. Yeah, the way, yeah, the way it comes out, that's the way it seems like. And so then she's going through, uh, Jude's, his little notebook of all these drawings. So they showed him with the therapist, he was drawing a picture of a robber earlier in the movie. So he's definitely, this did something to him. So then it shows drawings of the dog, gutted. Then it shows him holding a rifle with his parents dead. So she's getting really, really nervous. Right. After seeing this. Sure now, anybody would. Uh, was this a, there was a point where, I'm not sure if this is the point, where she tries to contact the therapist, but the therapist isn't answering the phone. You were on FaceTime here at one point. Yeah, I think it said not available. Yeah, so. Yeah, so definitely, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, she's definitely getting uneasy. Now, um, now her husband, Sean, has relatives that want to come over. Yeah, they think that it would help having some family around. Yeah. So now, oh, now, another scene now, Laura, if you could discuss this now. So Jude's mute through the the whole movie. Now, what is the scene now where all of a sudden something triggers him? Do you remember this better than I do, where he just starts to talk? Right, so um, they never say why he starts talking, but I think they had to break the silence somehow. So basically, he was running I don't remember if he ran away mm-hmm. but he runs to the mansion and it, it, it's really a beautiful house yeah I liked um the music when they went in there too it mm-hmm. wasn't music it was like the beyond the kind of like white noise mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool 
And you didn't, you don't remember I don't, that. I honestly, it doesn't stick with me. So That's no. a scene I do remember. Okay. I enjoyed that. Um, so she's chasing him around. She ends up in places um, Greta was in the first movie, through the walls and everywhere. And I guess she ends up in his room. Mm -hmm. And they make an ode to the first movie. And the twist in the first movie, Brahms breaks the two-way mirror. Or yes. What yeah. It, what it yeah. was. And they did that very well, I thought. He comes out very creepily with the hands. He's wearing a mask, the a mask. doll mask. Yeah, yeah, like a porcelain doll mask. Very creepy. Um, so they tried to do it in this one. Only they used... Some Jude. Jude. Yep. And he puts his little hands yeah. his little boy hands out of the door and the side of the door and then he follows with his porcelain mask um effective uh yeah i'm not sure yeah it was kind of ridiculous but um she was just terrified and he said something like i'm sorry i scared you mommy mm -hmm. and so, that so she it. didn't care because she's like oh he's speaking yeah so she can care less now that she got scared at that right. point right so yeah, so then um, get back to Sean's family coming to visit, and um, so Jude tells him, uh, well, Brahms has rules that no visitors are allowed in the house. That's right. And so he's like, well, that was family, it doesn't count, don't worry about it, basically. So they come over, and um, he has these two kids, uh, son and a daughter, uh, daughter's a nice little girl, but the son's like a little brat. He's probably like 13 maybe, right? Yeah, 12 or 13. Brat. And um, he's basically picking on Jude, saying, uh, my parents say you're mental. You know, and he's, you know, just basically teasing him. And uh, just then he takes other, they have the croquet outside their house. And he takes the the croquet uh, mallet and he just whacks one of the poles, wooden poles. And, he, and his sister's yelling, hey, you're, you're ruining this. And it, Comes, it basically almost looks like a steak now because he smashed it almost in half. Yeah, and I think he was trying to smash the doll. Yes, yes, that's where, yes, so that's the point where uh, he's about to uh, use the mallet and smash the Brahms doll, but the croquet ball is right underneath his foot. He doesn't see it. He slips and then he gets impaled by, the, by that uh, pole that he turned into a steak. Now it's sharp. So they set that up so he smashes it so it's sharp. Now he lands on it, but it doesn't hit any vital organs or anything. It goes like near like his collarbone area, right? Their yep. shoulder. So he's screaming and everybody brings him to the hospital now at that point. I so. was shocked. I thought that was a good scene. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. So that was that was definitely really and good. And I like the way that it was shot with Katie Holmes talking to his yes, mother. Yes, you're right, you're right. And it kept like the camera kept panning back and forth and you could tell the tension was building where Katie Holmes knew... She Some knew he was getting picked on, but she couldn't, yeah, and then she's trying to play it off, like she's not going to let it bother her. Yes, and she said um, to the boy's mother that she was nervous all the time, so this kind of picks up in the movie where she's nervous, and you could feel her nervousness, and you felt the tension with them pulling mm -hmm. on the, what was it, they were pulling on back and forth? Um, I'm not sure, he, gra not sure he grabbed, um, uh, was it his sister's hat at one it point, was like it was like a wool cap. Yeah. So all the tension in that scene, it was done very well, I, in my opinion. Yeah, no, that that was a, a very good scene, I thought, too. So, um, yeah, so they bring him to the hospital. 
and then now Sean the father's in the waiting room right at the hospital mm -hmm. and then somehow it comes up where he lives and the man goes like wow you're brave I would never live there mm -hmm. he's like well, what are you talking about then he explains the whole story about uh, the Heelshire family right and uh, the, how Brahms you know killed a, a girl and uh, set the house on fire right so he so he had no idea what was going on you know so now um and during this time Liz is looking through the internet Yes. So now, yes. So, so these she's finding out the same information that he's finding out. Now, here's this is the thing. Now, before when she put the serial number into the doll, she put it incorrectly. The reason why you flip it, if you put it in one way, it says H nine o nine, but if you turn it around, it's six o six H. So they set that up where the the, the letter and the number. This is, you know, you could do it, you know, either way. So then she did it the correct way, and that's how she got all this information out. Yeah, I missed that. I'm glad you brought yes. that up because I was wondering why. That's what it is. She it happened it. very fast. It did. So that's how she did it. That's how she got it linked to that family. So now, this is how it's, it gets a little different from the original. So now it's just, it's not just one family. They show how this doll has been through numerous families. Yeah, so they try to link it back up to, I think, 50 years. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if that's yeah. what they said, of him getting into these kids' heads and tormenting them. Yes, yeah, it shows all hearing, these different fam all these little kids, and then all these tragedies happen. They so. start hearing voices and start and, acting strange. And now the other thing is, too, when Sean was talking to that man in the, the waiting room, He's talking about someone named Crazy Joe. Mm -hmm. And he's like, wait a minute. Joe is the name of that caretaker. So he links it together as Joe. Now, Joe also had Brahms, correct, at one point? Is that what this was? You know, I'm yeah, not, it, I'm it, not it, yeah. on it. This was a lot for just seeing it. Yes, yeah. I mean, we have nothing. There's nothing online to research. This is all up, basically off our own heads. So, um... Yeah, so they basically then realize, and they talk to Joe, and then they show him, and he really is acting crazy. And how he's saying <laughs> how this doll, everything revolves around this doll, basically how this doll causes everything. It's not the people, it's this doll basically takes hold of everything, right? Yeah. So now, um, it, that's a quote, it's, it's, it was a doll all along. Yeah, right? it was a doll all along. So... Now here's the other thing. So the the Hillshire Mansion, uh, Jude is there. I don't know exactly how this leads into this. Do you remember how this happens? Where Jude is wearing that mask, that porcelain doll mask, and he's holding the rifle, and he wants to to kill everyone now. I don't remember how it leads up there. Yeah. I do remember that scene. Yeah. So basically, just how his his drawings were, how he's going to kill his parents. So they're with the rifle. His parents are there. But then his father, Sean, takes the mallet, the croquet mallet, and then smashes the bronze doll. If you remember that, Laura? I, now, this I is... Because it's so ridiculous. Okay, so this is now, in the first movie, how... Because a similar scene, how the bronze doll gets smashed, but the head was hollow. This yeah. one is more like a Chucky doll, right? It's got a skull underneath. And I the first thing I thought of was, like, burnt Chucky. Yes, that's what it looked like. It was very unusual. 
So they show the smashing. Does he grow the head? He grew it. I, I don't know because it's <laughs> it's very different from the first movie. So they show that showing smashing the head, and then um, then Jude takes the doll and throws it in the fire. Basically. So basically, how they're trying to say, like, okay, so now this is this curse is over now, right? Yeah, it saves the day. But um, so then, so that's it. That's over. They go back to their home now, right in America. Yep. We think everything's fine, but then it shows Jude going in his closet. He's about to go to bed, and then he pulls out that porcelain bronze mask and puts it on. Sure does. So, now, we both, Laura and I, talked about this. We have some problems with this movie, some big problems. Big, big. Yeah, because we both really enjoyed The Boy. So, when you watch this movie doesn't really link up it doesn't really make any sense right do you agree Laura I mean yeah it, it was uh, I felt like they want quantity more than quality it's like why are they making this twist back to the doll it was never a supernatural doll no it the, was always this the boy the yeah the yeah the whole twist in the original was you thought you know they played it up in, in the original how they show you thought he was crying, but it was really water was leaking from the ceiling. So they were playing tricks on you the whole time. You're thinking like, you know, things were moving, like it made a yes, sandwich. Yes, thank you for saying that. Like, yeah, you so you're seeing like, you think in the in the boy, Brahms make a sandwich, but then you find out later it was a grown man that was living in the walls. Yes, it was so, wall tricks. So, yeah, but it was fine because it made sense. Now this, basically, it's named Brahms the doll after the the owner Brons, of the original who, so now you're saying this doll's been around before him and his name has always been Brahms it doesn't make any sense no yeah so that's a big thing and then now this doll really is uh, has like these supernatural forces right right which it, I, that was the first thing I noticed I I had looked over at John and was like the doll never moved in the first movie yeah. It's just very hard hard to wrap around your brain. Yeah, I know Laura was saying her thought was, well, maybe they're doing this because they want to create more sequels, right? That's yeah, what you think. hence my... Or, or like, my thought was, quality. well, they could have made a sequel going along with the other one, but... But is it easier to but do it this one? my other thought was maybe... I, I don't know, because people do complain. Um, I'm wondering if people complained after seeing the boy saying, oh, this is... I wanted like this killer doll movie and it wasn't. Do you think that could be part of it too? I think it could, but how could you go backwards? I know it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You did it, a full twist the other direction. Yeah. So then unless you, this what? is what I was saying to John, unless um they wanna make it like the doll got into Brahms mm -hmm. head and made him crazy. Okay. Because the quote from Brahms' father when he was a little boy said, um, can you describe Brahms in one word? And he said, odd. Okay. Was that before or after he was given the doll? We don't know. Yeah. Or I don't know. That's the thing. You, you have to really, really want to link this together for it to make sense, Yeah, I would right? love to know why. But, um, yeah, so how many deadites do you give this, Laura? Jeez. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie at the beginning uh i don't know maybe four yeah i might give it five but it's still i mean 
it, it just it doesn't link up. I don't like it when you have a series where the, it just doesn't make sense. You know, that's my biggest problem with it, you know? Yeah, because I feel like if there was another uh, movie made, I, I would pass. Because I, yeah. I don't know what their intentions are. And I don't feel like trying to figure it out and following along. No, no, I definitely wouldn't pay money to see uh, a third one. I can tell you that right now. Great. And uh, and then the boy, I really thought Lauren Cohn was a better actress than Katie Holmes. Yeah, I Do you agree. agree? I mean, she was much better at um, just the cast overall. And the original, I thought, was a lot better. 100%. So, I mean, I would give the original maybe an 8. Uh, maybe a seven. Okay. You're a little more generous. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I yeah. So I mean, I I do like it. I mean, we watched it, and I wasn't bored. And when you see it from a different perspective after you knew what was happening, yeah. This one, I really have no reason to rewatch the boy too. No, I will never rewatch it. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five star review on whatever platform you listen to it on. Also, please share this podcast with others. To follow us on Instagram, please go to shocking.things.podcast. And to like us on Facebook, it's at shockingthingspodcast. Our email is shockingthingspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a voice message that's located in the show notes. And until next time, try and enjoy the daylight.